welcome back to Cinema Vino. Oh boy. It's good to have you guys here with us. That's good to be here. We got Sean Jordan, Travis Bud. That's your boy. And my name is Todd Wofford. It's your, it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to be here. Summer chaos continues. We're, we're down our home stretch, wrapping it up. We just got a couple more movies to go. Yeah, we don't have long to go. Yeah. We're almost at the Labor Day weekend. It's almost through September. Mm-hmm. It's time. Put away all my white outfits and just move on with life. So, yeah. Do you put away the white album, too? Do you stop listening to it? I do. I go for the gray album after Labor Day. So okay. I go Is that with Jay-Z? Yeah, DJ, DJ Danger Mouse. I go, Danger black, Mouse. I go black album. DJ Danger Mouse. Ooh. DJ Danger Mouse. DJ, J- DJ Danger <laughs> J- Mouse. <laughs> Jame Duty Dench. Jame Judy Dench. Jame Duty Dench. If I hear Yamo be there one more time. <laughs> um, so be there. Beautiful Michael McDonald's. a great baritone, by the way. Grace Baritone and all the rock. You know all the words. I hate Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about the what about the Doobie Brothers? You like the Doobie Brothers? I like the Doobie Brothers pre Michael McDonald. Okay. I had like the best of Doobie Brothers CD mm-hmm. and like disc one, awesome. Yeah. Disc two, awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So anyway. So we are drinking Riesling, and we're talking about Troll Hunter. Oh, this is a lovely Riesling. Yeah. German Riesling. Yeah, it is German. We uh, Couldn't find a uh, Swedish Riesling? <laughs> they're, they're out there somewhere, I'm sure. Norwegian. So we, uh, obviously, Summer Chaos, to bring you guys up to speed, we spin a random wheel, or we, we pick random movies, and then we spin a random wheel and pick a random wine to go with them. So this is all just... Or spirit. Yeah, or spirit, or beer. It's willy-nilly. Anything goes. And so this time the wheel or pit- Todd gets bored and just makes it some seven sevens that are uh, yeah. like oddly strong. Yeah, we we don't actually see the process of Todd picking booze. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just like you guys are drinking rum. Tonight. Sometimes you're not meant to see how the sausage gets made. Yeah. I think he definitely has put like a finger in every single drink that he's given to me. Hundred percent, more than one. Smells like a sweaty hot dog. Yeah, sometimes I go full bowling ball in there. Mm-hmm. So it, it adds to the three flavor fingers. profile. <laughs> Three finger profile. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a band name. Oh, it tastes like uh, tastes like Todd's fingers. <laughs> we are three finger wow. profile. T- tastes like what Todd's fingers have been in. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the it's, first line of my autobiography. It's a terroir. <laughs> it is the terroir. Um, so we're gonna talk about the wine a little bit. We're gonna start. I got my notes right here, all ready for you. Um, Riesling is known primarily as a German varietal, but you'll see it grown in a lot of other places, such as Australia, France, the U.S., and Canada. Australia is actually your second bigger, biggest grower of Riesling. Uh, Rieslings have a reputation as a sweet white wine, but you actually got a pretty good wide variety of between dry and off-dry. Pretty much any kind of flavor profile of white wine, there's a Riesling in that range somewhere. Alsatian wines tend to be uh, on very dry side from France. Um, and then this one's a little off dry, right? Yeah, this okay. one, this one definitely falls kind of in the between area. Um, and then you go all the way up to Trockenberne Auslese, which is going to be just sticky sweet. I mean, just mm-hmm. like hot sticky sweet. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm hot sticky sweet. Ooh, from my head to my feet. Yeah, like God's fingers. So the for food pairings, you're going to put this with Asian foods, Indian foods, any kind of spicy dish with the sugary, sugary sweetness of the wine will definitely kind of balance things out for you. Uh, Riesling's are coming usually at a good price point. They can be anywhere from 10 to $25. They don't tend to be crazy expensive. Um, you drink them obviously very chilled, but any kind of a bold, spicy dish you can do a Riesling with. But you can also do them with holiday meals, kind of lighter cuisine. So like... 
Great. We're actually going to get to do a Riesling tasting in Germany nice. in November. Ooh, that's right. You're going across the pond. That's right. Pinky's yeah. up. Pinky's yeah. up. So that's going to be fun. You have yeah. To I'll, I'll be able to taste it straight off the vine. You have to take lots of pictures. Yeah. Lots of pictures of Zavino. <laughs> if I come back with Lederhosen, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't. Yeah. And a big old box of shrooms. <laughs> um, so this is going to be, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly. Correctly. Um, this is AC Christman, Faults Riesling. Christ. Yes. I'm working on my, like, Great Escape, like, Nazi Gestapo accent for... Sandra, it's funny about Weingutzeit. <laughs> yeah, Weingut, that's like the quality. This is like a high-quality Riesling. I think in German that literally translates to wine good. Yeah, good wine. Yeah, it's like this is one of the top-quality Rieslings that you can get. So about 25 bucks. Um, and, yeah, this one's going to be definitely kind of in between off-dries where I put this one. It's definitely not sticky sweet. It's definitely not bone dry. Um, but, yeah, a little uh, scale for you. For if you're shopping for Rieslings from dry to sweet, you've got Cabinet, which is K-A-B-I-N-E-T-T, Spate Lesa, Auslesa, Berna Auslesa, Trocken Berna Auslesa, and Icevine. So that's what you're looking at on the shelf. That's from dry to sweet. And this one's Trocken, right? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, this is going to be, um, well, that's a Trocken Berna Auslesa. So this is going to be kind of in between. So this is not quite the Berna Auslesa. So this is going to be more towards the cabinet Spate Lace side of sweetness. This will be, so go for cabinet if you're looking for dry. Um, go for Auslace if you're looking for pretty sweet. And then once you get up to burn Auslace, it's going to be just hummingbird feed sweet. So this one definitely has some good, solid, like, sugar to it. But I, I do give Riesling to my hummingbirds. Yeah. <laughs> they fly sideways. And then they have a great afternoon. <laughs> Those wings slow way down. Well, they get drunk really fast, and then they also sober up equally as fast. It's, so it's, it's that it's, heartbeat. It just yeah, goes yeah. 100 miles a minute. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, they can't hit that feeder once they get drunk. They can't get that beak in there. They self-regulate, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, nature does that for them. They just flap one wing at a time. They just got to... They got to leave edibles out. out for the squirrels. Oh! <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Don't give me ideas. <laughs> uh, so, Troll Hunter. A little background on this one. This is your pick, Trav, right? Yeah. Sadly, I didn't know I was coming tonight, so I never got... I, long story short, I'm watching my niece this week. Uh, she's two and a half, and I woke up at 5.15 today. So that's, you know... Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so sadly, I didn't get to watch this again before this, but I've seen it twice. Lovely young lady. Yeah. I can't remember what happens at the end. I was going to say, when was the last time you watched it? Not too terribly long ago. So this may be educational for you. In the last two years, I want to say. Okay. Okay. So a little bit about Troll Hunter. This was released October 29th, 2010. So long ago. That was almost 13 years ago. Gross. Pom, pom, pom. Yeah. Actually, I, I got to say, I think I watched this probably in like 2011, 2012. So it had to have been pretty recently after it came out. Because mm-hmm. this was a magnet release, which they did a lot of straight to DVD stuff, picked up stuff that was on like the film, like uh, festival rotation. I don't think this ever had a theatrical release. Hmm. Hmm. So I, I mean, I'd heard well, of it. Well, stateside maybe, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I mean, if it's small enough, it probably had, you know film festival releases with no actual theatrical 
I'd say that's probably why the, the worldwide box office gross, I couldn't find it. So ah, probably okay. wasn't. That's why. Mm-hmm. There you go. Budget of $3.5 million. I don't know if that's in like Norwegian money, and I don't know what Norwegian money even looks like. So Kroner, It's, a, it's called think. a screwball. <laughs> Two very different answers. <laughs> Did you make that up? No. <laughs> Run that by me one more time. What was that? Screwball. Screwball. <laughs> That's very Swedish chef esque. So, uh, this on IMDb it has opening weekend of five thousand five hundred eighty five dollars. Which <laughs> how in the U.S. That's U.S. dollar. Okay, okay. That's and probably the, like forty uh, or fifty million in the Norwegian. budget was nineteen point nine million. Knock, which I think is Norwegian kroner. That's beads. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the larger denomination, but the the lower denomination is the skrib skrib. <laughs> So it's like cents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this grossed over two thousand Matroshka dolls or whatever. Well, it's it's like two cents. <laughs> yeah, they did a good box office in those little dolls that you get another doll inside and another doll inside. It brought in a lot of those. You got dinks, then you got screws, <laughs> and then you got sickles, and then you got nuts, and then you got galleons. That might be Harry Potter. So five fifteen is doing you real good, and that yeah, <laughs> we, we just true. lost our Norwegian listener base. <laughs> now. I like that guy. <laughs> He's got good comments. I can never read them, but they're great. Yeah, they're all related to screw. Well, I, I Google Translate all of them, so <laughs> I get the gist. So this had a budget of $3.5 million screwable. Uh, this is uh, a found footage fantasy horror film. Uh, vaguely in a similar vein as Blair Witch Project. That's the vibe I got a lot of. A little bit of Cloverfield, uh, that kind of vibe, too. Mm. Um, found footage. Yeah. It has some elements of Jaws. It also has some dark humor, moments of dark humor. I mean, very dry humor. Um, uh, this became a has has become a cult hit over time. Um, so, it's a very simple plot has two film students and their camera person trailing a man they believe to be responsible for bear poaching in the mountainous Norwegian countryside. Uh, he is Hans, played by Norwegian comedian Otto Jesperson. Otto Jesperson. Uh, he is part Quint from Jaws, part Ahab, part Unabomber. Wouldn't yeah. it be yes, yes person? Maybe. Yes person? It's like having a yes man. No, you, you go got a yes person. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I'm going to have to work on my Norwegian. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. Uh, in their attempt at a fledgling expose, German, expose journalism, the students stumble onto a wild story that Hans is actually a troll hunter who attempts to manage and contain... The troll population, all while also participating in a government project to keep the story buried from the general public. He's more like a troll ranger, really. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he's like, he's like a park ranger for that. trolls. Yeah, because he obviously has, and I have like a kind of a weird shambling respect for the trolls. Like he has a weird, you know, healthy fear of them. I respect guess. your enemy. Yeah. Well, it, it's more like a, you know, a naturalist who. Yeah, you don't want to contend with bears, mm-hmm. but you respect that bears are a living thing that deserve to coexist. Yeah. But you don't want them to get in your Mazda 6. No. No. Is that a, is that a car? That's no, right. Mazda's. Yeah. Uh, the, the Mazda, Mazda 6, 6? Is, yeah, it's a smaller, it's a sporty. Yeah. Very small. I don't think a bear could fit in there. I don't think I person. could fit in there. <laughs> Good mileage, though. Yeah. Mazda 6? Yeah. I don't know. I think you're going to get high 20s in that, which is not bad for it. The red ones are faster. Yeah, for a sportier <laughs> sedan, especially because they have that rotary engine that gives you good speed. So, <laughs> yeah, That's right. You have a Mazda now. <laughs> that's right. You're a Mazda. We're part of the Mazda. You know, you know all the specs. Mm-hmm. Positive traction. Exactly. You've got quadraphonic. Um, 
Hans hunts the trolls with a massive UV apparatus, uh, which exposes them to their greatest weakness, which is sunlight, either real or artificial sunlight. Uh, this either turns them to stone or it detonates them into a big hairy pond of goo. Uh, the two students attempt to document Hans' story before they either get eaten alive or the government confiscates their footage or silences them altogether. So that's what I've got for description. So, um, Trav, this was your pick. Yeah, I'm going to let Sean go first. Sean? <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. It's been a while. It's been a while. No, I love... I love this movie because it is so off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like it starts off kind of slow and it's, it's sort of, um, you know, so, sort of a slow burn early on, but then it gets, it ramps up pretty fast and you just get into it. And mm-hmm. st- for the budget that it was, it's a very good movie. Good looking um, movie. Good looking movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a budget of 19.9 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you gotta have some some assets being put into it, but the the nice thing about doing the found footage is you don't have to dedicate resources to like good writing and editing. Mm-hmm. You can just sort of have these like real shoddy jump cuts and things just kind of go all over the place. You don't have to actually end it that well. Yeah. Um, spoilers, because you know you wanted to remember how it ends. Basically, the main like the main reporter guy ends up getting rabies. From finds out he got rabies from the trolls, yeah. and then ends up running away with the footage. Like takes the cameras because the the government, government the yes. government folks are coming to take the footage. Which the government folks are not like dudes in suits with sunglasses. It's just like a guy in a parka. Oh yeah, we yeah. Take, we're gonna take your footage, okay? <laughs> hey, can you can't have footage? I'm gonna take that from you. We'll give you four thousand scruba for your footage. <laughs> we gotta put that joke to bed, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> You opened that can of worms. You created a monster. I apologize to all Norwegians. Um, But, I mean, it just sort of ends. It just sort of like he he runs away with a camera and then... It's like, boop. And and then there's, you know, some text on a black screen of exposition of this is what we think happened. Mm -hmm. This is unsubstantiated. Faux exposition. Yeah, faux exposition. Like, Mm -hmm. multiple experts have analyzed this footage and determined it's authentic. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay. Yeah. But it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's goofy. It's um, a little. Uh, I wouldn't even say like sci-fi or horror. Dark comedy. Yeah, I get a lot of comedy. Yeah. I guess. That. Yeah, because there are like there are really comedic moments. Yeah. Right. Like they hired the Muslim camera woman, and they're talking about like whether or not like she will, her the fact that she's a Muslim will attract. Do, does she believe in God? Is she? It, it's Christians. Well, I don't. I don't know. We'll find like, out. All right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, like Gremlins too. Or like, wait a minute, they can't eat it after midnight. I mean, it's always midnight somewhere, mm-hmm. and it, it pops out. Of, it reminds know, me of the scene in Clue where they, the they, they find the dead body again after ha- finding so many dead bodies, and they're just like, uh, go to the other room, see the dead body. Uh. <laughs> it's like it it. She's Muslim. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, Maybe. Eh. We'll find out. We'll, we'll, see. Yeah, we'll see. See how hungry they are. <laughs> we'll do it for science. But yeah, I just love I love the the lore building of like the trolls are they follow all these old rules. Like he's putting tires under bridges because trolls live under bridges, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, they eat the bones of or they smell the blood of a Christian man. It's like that's what sets them off. And he comes walking into the big like the the bear suit that's like a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I think it's yeah when he's under the, yes because he has to take the blood from the troll mm-hmm. and so to do that he has this giant ridiculous syringe yeah just goofy yeah just goofy I I can tell they had a lot of fun making the movie mm-hmm. um but it's it's good 
It's a romp. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it hits on all those. To me, I mean, I put the word Tolkien-esque in my notes of like it hits the, the Tolkien-esque tropes. I mean, obviously it goes further than back, further back than that, like folk tales of trolls. But you also, I got it with like the Hobbit vibe, you know, the trolls turn turning to stone. into stone. Yeah. But with like a tinge of bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a little bit of like that sort of, I don't know, pseudo X-Files thing of like, we've got to cover this up. You know, mm-hmm. government's got to step in and... yeah. Never Which, happened. But you know, of course, that's exactly what it would look like if the government did have a troll hunting agency is he would have to fill out this form of like troll extermination. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not some guys in some badass car and black suits. It's like some guy in a sob with a vest on. Like, oh, yeah, let me see your footage over there. <laughs> going to have to delete yeah. your camera. It also reminded me somewhat of a blade where they're like fighting some old, you know, folkloric beast with like all the, the tech of today or just like, but... On, on a shoestring budget, like mm-hmm. Blade and, and, yeah. and Whistler, where they're like, we're, we're not exactly the March of Dimes. Or Hellboy. Just, yeah. We're just grabbing stuff. Well, no, Hellboy had a whole, you know, uh, like a group behind him. I don't know. Blade, I mean, had, had, some, Blade had some cool tech, though. Blade did. And a badass but, car. <laughs> but they were, you know, just a shoestring budget trying to... They're upset that their department doesn't get more funding. Right. They're like, this is what we got. He's yeah. just, got he's like, just, we, he's like, I'm tired. I don't spend get, a lot on I, I don't get vacation. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't care. Yeah, you can film me. I don't care. I go where I'm needed. At great weather. I, I have that in my notes. I was like, I feel like Travis. I'm washing the sun and like, and for my, <laughs> like, rating, it's like, this is good weather. Yeah. This is like good, great. foggy, rainy weather. I love it. And, you know, they cut to, like, the mountains and the kind of cool, misty, you know, again, like, Lord of the Rings vibe, the cool, misty mountains, and it's, like, good weather, you know? Yeah. I, I felt right at home in this flick. And I love, like, we should go to you said that... Yeah, yeah. I've been saying that for years. Uh, you said, um, like, Quint from Jaws. That's exactly what I was thinking, too, is mm-hmm. that um, when they have to... When they're filming him from afar, you know, found footage films are kind of difficult to do ever since, what, Blair Witch Project, obviously quintessential. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloverfield also did it well. I, I love a giant kaiju monster. Paranormal Activity? I have never seen any of the paranormals. Well, well me neither. I'm kind of a giant pussy. Come on. Okay. Well, hey, we got October but, coming up. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, I think there's, oh, I might have seen the end of Quarantine. One where there's like zombies, there, there's like a fire or something, and a news crew goes in there, and they, they have to close, um, they have to quarantine the building or something. They're like, shit, there's something in here with us. I think I've seen um, that, maybe. So I've, I've heard good things about that, and it was a remake of uh, a foreign film, I think. But uh, Los Quarantinos. Yes. But I hadn't seen a, re- a found footage film. Isn't that Robert Rodriguez's band? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen a found footage film in a while, and this one is, was actually the reason I got Netflix because I was stealing my brother's Netflix. He was trying to watch something at the same time, and I was like, ah, fuck it, fine, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so uh, I watched this whenever it was on Netflix, and I had heard good things about it online. Which it's not anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's, couldn't find it anywhere. Bastards. Um, yeah, but I loved the, the fact that, uh, you know, with not a huge budget, they're able to do more with less. Mm-hmm. I mean, all their money obviously went into the uh, the special effects and the trolls, which looked damn good. They looked really good. Yeah. 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 You mm-hmm. would think with this on paper, you're like, this is not going to be great. But it yeah, it looked lovely. It's a huge, giant fucking Godzilla troll at the end. Mm-hmm. First of all, where the fuck is he sleeping? Like, how is how are people not seeing He's him? in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, God, that thing's dick as big as a 40-foot-long school bus. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why I went to school. I would have just said bus. I don't know why I said school bus. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I loved Hans in it. He was just fed up and was like, fuck this. But I was very ple- uh, pleasantly surprised when I saw it. And then there's a pseudo, not a sequel exactly, but kind of along the same vein, a, a movie named Just Troll came out in 2022. Um that came on. Is Netflix. that the one Justin Timberlake wrote the song for? What? Yeah. Can't fight the feeling or whatever. I got a feeling. Different troll. Inside my bones. Are they? Mm-hmm. And it's also a, a Norwegian uh, language. But also stars uh, Anna Kendrick, my dream girl. Really? Troll. Oh, that's Trolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And not the 80s movie Troll either, which I've heard is, is great. Um, Anna Kendrick, really? Yeah. She's. she's up there? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, easy tag. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Sean, what would you give this? What's your score? Um, seven five. Mm. Nice. Yes. Be, just well. be, be, because the budget is so low, they do a lot with so little. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun. It's a romp. It's easy. It's fun. Um, you know, I can't fault it on a lot of things. So Travis, you're seven. No citizen I'm seven five as well. I love now, it when we do Lady and the Tramp with our ratings. We, uh-huh. we meet. Are you a seven five? I'm a seven, so I'm Just close. Yeah, let, I'm interested to hear yours since you've never seen it. And mm-hmm. uh, what, Sean? You've seen it once. Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice. So I really wanted you and uh, Taylor to see it and see what you thought. Um, so. Here's what I have. We've got this is a fun flyweight little horror fantasy film. It actually draws on a lot of the popular mythology on trolls, including Tolkien-esque tropes, to build a narrative about troll hunting. Uh, Jesperson has a lot of fun as the angry lone man in the woods, kind of the loner nutball Unabomber guy, um, who has a singular strange mission in his life. He hates the trolls, but also affords them a healthy of shambling respect. Um, also in Travis's vein, this is a beautiful document of the Norwegian countryside with foggy mountainous vistas and perpetually encroaching Arctic darkness, darkness playing a supporting character. That's great weather. This is pretty Arctic good. darkness would be a great band. Yeah. I'm a pluviophile. I like the rain. Yeah. I'm only happy when it rains. I can't stand the rain against my window. <laughs> uh, so that, this is a good movie. It's not particularly memorable. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't know how much I'll revisit it, but it definitely, for the moment and in the moment, it's a good movie to take a flyer on and watch. It's not something you're like, oh, i got to watch it again and again. It's a good disposable little thing. It's fantasy. worth the hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Is it hour and a half? Hour 46? Yeah. I mean, if even that, I think it's like 90 minutes. Nice. 90, it's, it's, yeah. It's an easy, disposable little horror movie. Well made. Special effects look great. Like you guys are saying, like the, the obviously this isn't going to be industrial light and magic doing the trolls, but it's like, because it's like, Kind of at a distance at night, you know. At a distance. It's like the, it's easier to make the, the, the effects look better. It's easier to kind of hide the seams a little bit. You know, that's why you see a lot of like Jurassic Park type movies at night, you know, because it's like it's it's easier to hide your special effects, you know, CGI at night. So, yeah, and it works in the movie's favor. It, it kind of get, makes them into the monster you can't see. So for a lot of the movie, you see well, it saves on the CGI budget. Saves on the it's, it's the dragons in season two of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I like the the ones that were sniffing out the Christian guy, and because they all look like a a giant from like Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a really They're good job with dumpy. the artistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I loved all the the trolls had um, what different subspecies and different rules and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot it's of lore. Great. Mm-hmm. A lot of lore. They're all very sniffy. They grow the heads to attract <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so we're drinking um, AC Chrisman. Uh, hey, question on Riesling: Why is the bottle so tall? That's just that style for like the, and you see that a lot on Germans. But like that's just the kind of the bottle they came to put them in was that tall, slender Riesling bottle. Weird. Just just that style. All right. Um, but yeah, it's a delicious about twenty five dollar Riesling. Um, probably off dry. If one is bone dry, ten is super sticky sweet. I would put this at about a five. Tastes like a twenty-seven dollar bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get that extra two dollars mm. for your trouble. Um, but yeah, Troll Hunter. It is not. It, when we started this whole shindig, it was on streaming. It's gone off of streaming now, but it's out there somewhere. It'll probably pop up again. It'll you, be back. I don't know that I would pay money to rent it. But I think if it pops up somewhere, but on, I'd pay money to buy it. <laughs> if it shows up on Hulu or Amazon or something, give it a watch. Especially around Halloween, it'll be kind of a fun little Halloween movie. So especially a Halloween movie that's not crazy gory, not crazy over the top, like violent. It's. That's not, I wouldn't even say it's scary. Yeah, it, it's it's a lightweight like Halloween movie where you don't have to worry about getting just absolutely rattled into your nightmares. So I've got okay. One question: What is the last found footage? movie that you guys watched the most recent that has come out God. i think i have one from 2014 called the afflicted about a guy turning into a vampire that i was like this isn't terrible i mean it was also wasn't great district nine is district nine found footage uh but i think district nine was like 2010 wasn't yeah. it? yeah i don't know uh it, district nine is on our list though mm-hmm. isn't it there's a movie called wreck did you ever see it? It's REC. Mm-mm. It's basically like a found footage horror film. I might bring oh, I've it up heard of it. for October, but it's basically like an anthology sort of. Yeah. Where this guy finds a bunch of VHSs and is him watching all the VHSs and each one tells sort of a different horror story. Hmm. But it's sort of found footage. I don't know. It might, it might be a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like found footage, like found movies, you know, found. Yeah. It's kind of like a framed flashback sort of framed anthology. Mm-hmm. Which the, um, the next film we're going to watch has great use of flashbacks, especially early. God, on. yes, it does. Um, old Van Dam staring at the fireplace. So, uh, yeah, next time tune in for Bloodsport. It's going to be one for the ages. Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. We got Sean Jordan. Hey, Travis Bud. It's your boy. And my name is Todd Wofford. It's your boy. Great movies, only drunker. We will see you guys next time. Love you. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwoffordmovies.com.